You do get it. What do you think? I grew up under a rock? I get a holy water reference. You grew up in Colorado. Oh, brother. Do you ever watch Rocco's Modern Life? Yes. And other rock references today on I Love You Okay. Good morning. morning how's your butt good, good morning. morning good morning good morning we are in our 400th week of coronavirus good morning good morning i was supposed to take a sleep study this week and then turns out i need to have a covid test three to five days before the oh, sleep study so they can open up disney world but they can't do a sleep study bullshit dude i can't believe like it's open now right or is it opening? It's opening. I don't think it's open yet. What the fuck? People need their Disney. And Dude. then did you see that meme where it was like Disney's trying to kill all the parents? <laughs> no, but that's so fucking funny. I know. It won't be happy until all the parents are dead. Too real. You know what's so funny is Jack was watching Fox and Hound and I'm a hound dog. I'm a hound dog. Whoa, what if that was the voice? <laughs> what, what I just did? Yeah. I'm a hound dog. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> Sounds just like it. <laughs> you do great. it. Great. You do it. No, I like yours better. I'm a hound dog. That sounds. That's it. That would be like the demented late night cartoon. What was his name? Todd? Todd and Copper. It's so funny. Well, that Copper was the dog, right? Todd was the fox. <sighs> yeah, because I always thought it should be Copper the fox, since the fox is is copper is colored. Copper. Yeah, but he's not Copper. He's not. He's Todd. He's a Copper. Defund the police. Uh, and I was talking to to Mike and Jen. It was on Mike's birthday, my brother, and um. First of all, my brother turned 50, and we FaceTimed with him, and I go, Jack, 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 how old do you think Uncle Mike is? And he just goes, uh, 49. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, Damn. well, you're off by a day. <laughs> <laughs> Kids are usually like, 15. I know. I was like, this is going to be great, he's going to say. And my brother was like, 29. <laughs> nope. Sorry, old man. Sorry. Old man. I'm not old man. Smart enough to get a knife past your guards, old man. Um, the do you know what movie that's from? The Rock. Good guess, since that was what we were talking about. <laughs> we should watch The Rock. We should do a serious Nick Cage a thon. Okay, that movie's from. That line is from. That movie's from that. <laughs> <laughs> Braveheart. That's right. Um, anyway, I remember I, I, I told them, oh, Jack's watching the Fox and the Hound and Jen and Grace were like, oh, it's so sad. And I was like, spoiler alert. 
And then I watched the end with him because I was like, I was like, well, it's Disney and somebody's, you know, got yeah. Disney hates hunting dogs. <laughs> yeah. But nothing bad happens at the end. They're, they're both fine. I don't. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't remember. No. They grow up. They grow up. One has to get a job as a cop yeah. and the other one has to get a job as a like. As a copper. As a copper. Yeah. One's a cop. One's a copper. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, their friendship dissolves, but then the, 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 the hunter becomes the hunted. The, a bear shows up and then the fox saves them from the bear. But does the fox die? No, nobody dies. So I was like, "Why? What is sad about it?" Growing old, growing up, I guess. Growing up is old is sad for people. Maybe I missed something. Maybe somebody died and I didn't realize it. No, you'd realize it. It's a Disney movie. Yeah, but it's but you ever see Shane, the uh, Western? It's no. like mm -mm. it's it's implied that he dies, but you don't mm. see him die. Mm, I like implied death. Tell your mom there's no more guns in the valley. And he rides off. I don't get it, but okay. It's a good movie. I know. I've heard. I've heard. I've heard of this. I've heard tale. Shane. Shane. Yeah. Come back, Shane. Yeah. How? I prefer Lonesome Dove. That I never watched. You always said it's how a mini series. You know. I mean, it's it's a long, long movie. I believe they also did. Didn't they do a like a a TV series? That was the miniseries. I don't know. I don't know. I just watched the miniseries. Was Bret Hart in it? The Hitman? Are you? No, I'm no, I'm serious. Like he did I, I wouldn't know. If he was in it, I would not know. You don't know what he looks like? Not then and barely now. And not now. <laughs> I know nothing of Bret Hart. I know nothing of the Hitman. <laughs> I'm scanning. The Hitman is my higher power. Scanning my DVDs if there's anything readily available with him in it. If there, if you could align one wrestler with the characteristics that you want in your... I mean, that's your, not a great picture I'm of talking him. in your higher power, who would it be? Which wrestler would it be? If I could pick my higher power? You're not even listening to me. What's the point of talking on a podcast if you're going to be in your own little world? Jesus Christ, lady. I literally told you I'm looking at my DVDs to see if there's a picture of the Hitman. I, that was not a good picture, though. You failed. I didn't fail. <laughs> you failed by ignoring me and then being like... I looked at it, but it wasn't a good picture. No you kidding. Said that. No kidding. So you had to ignore me for that? No. Tell me the thing again. It wasn't a tell, it was an ask. And okay. the question was, if you could pick a, res a wrestler whose characteristics most aligned with what you would want in a higher power, which wrestler would it be? <sighs> Come on, brother. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Make Foley for me. Oh, Foley is God. There you go. For you, it would be Mick Foley? Probably, yeah. He never gives up. Of course, John Cena never gives up, but you can't see him. So he is kind of like God. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Do you, remember, do you remember this guy showing up in Lonesome Dove? Maybe. See, I don't remember if it was... Well, I. it's not that I don't remember. It's that I just don't know. 
Yeah, I think they did a spin-off series, Lonesome Dove, The Outlaw Years. Oh, yeah, I never watched that. Are you serious? You, you remember it? No, I don't, but I don't. I never watched it. Yeah, Lonesome Dove, the series. Um, I'll have to get my hands on them. Something for each of us. Something for everyone. So, I don't know. But Disney movies, you know, like Jack... And I love that he, because he goes on Disney uh, Plus, and he's picked some classics just on his own. Yeah. You know, like he watched Pinocchio on his no on his own. On his nose. On his nose, and that's probably that I can think of the first thing that you know recently that he's been like. Totally did not like the bad guys and totally liked the good guy. He's like, I like Pinocchio. He's like, I don't like that. He's like, mm-hmm. Dad, this bad guy, he put Pinocchio in a birdcage. I was like, oh, well, wait. And then I look and he's and you're like, wait till you hear about our president. <laughs> Yikes. Um, Truth. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But True. God forbid you have to wear a mask. Right. Then, then, then there's a problem. No, no, then you're taking away my freedom fucking cracks me up dude i'm like it what in what what fucking reality it, it's like everybody has a number like what are you talking about that they're controlling us with their fucking like we we're all numbered you know wait what wait what say that again everybody has a number yeah what do you mean social security oh, oh, oh. i was like I'm like on Facebook. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. I mean, it's but taking away my freedoms. It's just so stupid. Oh, you this have is how they're controlling us. It's like, what are you talking about? No fucking clue. Somebody, what this this person? Wait, I'm I'm cutting you off. You're still talking. You were finishing your story. Sorry. Oh well, all I was going to say was that then I looked at the iPad and he was watching something else, and I was like, oh. Did you turn off Pinocchio? And he's like, yeah. I didn't like that the guy put him in the birdcage. And I go, oh, well, you know he gets out. And he's just like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And he's four. It's just so funny. Like, because he shut off uh, Fox and Hound. Well, he just doesn't have the attention span. Like, he turned off Fox and Hound, too. And I was like, don't you want to see if they get out of there? Like, literally, the, the hunter. I think he probably, he just didn't like it. That, yeah, it's slower too. Well, he got to the point where like the the boy and girl fox are like in their I almost said well are in their hole, and then the hunter throws like fire down there, mm. and he's just like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, those old, those old Disney movies are fucked, man. Yeah, they I were teaching us to uh, expect disaster. Right. Get ready for the worst. Well, I mean, they came out in the fucking depression. I mean, <laughs> right. what do you expect? <laughs> do you mean now? Um, no, there's no... Uh, see, that's the other thing. At least in the depression, there was new content <laughs> weekly. That's true. <laughs> like, the best movies that have ever been made. That's true. Now there's nothing. Yeah, it's real wild. I was talking to somebody about... Um, I don't want to say their name. I don't want. I don't know if it's okay to talk about it. Oh boy! But like, they are working on something at a studio, 
and the like a shoot and the amount of stuff a movie that like it's like everybody's got what is it ppe like you're getting tested like twice a day um wow the precaution because it's there's i don't know if you've read about it but like independent movie producers cannot get insured to make a movie right so like the big studios have like all this fucking cash and power behind them yeah but like you know you 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 get to wear a mask once and then everybody's in their own like like pod waiting area and this it's just like yeah and then and then and then i started joking i was like and then it's gonna wind up just being a thing on netflix that people are like oh yeah that's supposed to be good skip or like for 70 percent on rotten tomatoes i mean seriously you gotta really believe in your product did you ever see the episode of corporate where the cold open is like they're in Central America, and it's like the people are like, you know, day workers are pulling down fruit, and all of a sudden, like, a revolution happens, and people are getting their hands cut off, and there's guns going off, and then people are hiding under the fruit, and then they're driving through a truck, and then, they're like, they cross the border, and then they're sneaking underground, and then the fruit gets to the stand, it gets to the test, to the desk, and to the table, and then Matt's about to take a bite, and then uh, Jake's like, oh, that apple has a brown spot on it, and he's oh, just okay. like, oh, gross, and throws it in the garbage <laughs> can. Yes. That's what this movie feels like. Yes, seriously. Seriously. I mean, like I said before, like how many movies do they have just like that they never released because they were like, oh, this doesn't right. have an audience. Like just release those movies. Well, it's because there's always movies on the shelf where they're like, always. this sucks. It's so funny because they know when a movie sucks. Of course they do. And then they're like, oh, well, what's her name? Just hit big. That's why anytime... Like Brie Larson, like Room comes out, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden there's like back-to-back movies with her in it where you're like, gosh, she looks even younger in this one. It's like, yeah, because they had it on the shelf sitting there, and then they were like, oh, yeah, people will go see this even though we know it sucks. And so, Sometimes it doesn't even suck. Sometimes they're just like, this movie just doesn't have an audience. You know, like right. they, they just don't know who to market it to. The one I always think of is, uh, I remember Brittany Murphy and Ashton Kutcher had a movie together mm-hmm. and it was like this movie's terrible right but it was like they both got scorching hot at the same time yeah rest in peace poor britney murphy oh so sad oh, but what's her name from fucking glee i know naya rip naya i never knew her name Reeves? uh yeah so sad Ugh. Just horrible. Like that's the kind of th- thing with her kid and like know, on like the water the, and and he's just on the boat alone. Like yeah. that makes like that gives me like the shivers. fact that he like fell asleep on the boat. He'd been out there for so long. Like <sighs> just horrible. This poor kid. Poor ugh. Jesus. Yeah. Trauma. Trauma. Terrible. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Don't want to talk about. <laughs> No, no. So I watched Color Out of Space last night, a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. That you mean you mean Color Out of the Lines? (laughs) Is that what it is? It's about coloring outside the lines. Yes. (laughs) That's it's the whole movie is him with a coloring book. He's like, I can't, can't do it. It is coloring the lines. A hundred and ten minutes, and it's so compelling. Ooh. It's crazy. It's great. All right. 
listen to it on Matt's podcast. No, Justifying that, my movie collection. Yes, yeah, so li- definitely listen to that show, but I, that one I just watched for me. Oh, okay. I've, you know, I need that. I need to just, I just want to sit and watch something. All right. Do your thing. I've been sitting and watching Outlander. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. It's a very binge-worthy show. Uh-huh. I'm only on season one. How many seasons are there? Three. So funny. I'm always like... Like, people were like, uh, a couple people I know were like, oh, man, I got hooked on Bosch. And I was like, yeah? <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, we watched all six. I'm like, there's like six or seven seasons of it? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I knew about Outlander for a while, but it just didn't seem like something that appealed to me. But it's very appealing. I don't watch anything. I know you don't. It's all right. Do your thing. Ain't nobody judging you. I like I like movies. I know you do. I like TV shows too. I'm just like eh. Yeah. I mean there's you know, there's a lot of shit out there. There's, there's too like, much. It either has to be it either has to be completely like uh very funny or very like interesting, which I find Outlander very interesting, very compelling. Or very informative, you know, like a John Oliver or Patriot Act yeah. or whatever. Well, I mean, part of it, too, is, you know, I've said this before. It's like, I'm just going to wind up watching it alone because I can't keep up with you. With me. And then, you know, and so the amount of, like, shows that aren't, you know, wrestling or news that I'll watch by myself are... I think the last time I did that was, I don't even remember what it was called, Haunting of Hill House, whatever that one was with, uh, God, who was even in that? Yeah, we started watching it, but it was too scary for me. Maybe. Yeah. But it was good. But it was like, yeah, like I was just like, well, I'm just going to watch this because I want to see what happens. Yeah. A glow I started by yeah. myself too, but that was so long ago. Right. Long a glow. Wrong a glow. Yeah, I mean there's you know, I mean we, we make it a point to watch community together. Yeah. And we you know, that like we were gonna talk about this article tonight. And yeah. that's one of the things that is mentioned in the article about how to stay connected when you're literally together twenty four hours a day. And uh I like that because it feels like I don't want to watch it without you, even though I love the show and I want to keep watching. Right. But it's. Well, I even had to stop you. You were in there. You started watching like the first season and I was like, this is. And well, I was you like, had already watched so much. So exactly. I was like, oh, I'll just watch it. But I was like, oh, this is a show I'd watch with you. I would totally watch this yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, and I could I wasn't I couldn't I couldn't put my finger on how far into maybe even into the second season. I know you watched a lot more than you thought you had. Yeah, but I like. Well, I think I that. watched. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, all I was gonna say was I. I think I watched like the first season complete and then hopped around. Oh, okay. I like watching that with you because it's very much our sense of humor. Like, oh my god, it's so funny. It's so irreverent and weird and silly and heartfelt and yeah, it's so well just done. So well done, yeah. And then the pop culture stuff is like right up my alley i love how meta it is mm-hmm. yeah 
And then so the, I like that because it's it's just nice to connect on something that's like. And then the fourth season is like such a gift because it's so. It may and when I I like I did some reading on it too. Like fans were like, it's funny how I felt the same way. Like season three, I was like. It's not firing on all cylinders, but like the episodes that were great in season three were fucking great. Yeah. But then after season four, it was like, oh my God, (laughs) season three was brilliant. Yeah, exactly. And now season five is like. Fire. I mean, for real, it might be like, it's like, God damn. Yeah, it's so good. So good. Oh. Uh Uh-oh. She wants to sneeze. (laughs) Bullies. Bless you. Thank you. Um... But we should do our watch Fleabag and Twin Peaks thing. But yeah, we should do it together. We could do it together. Yeah, I like that. Um, but Westworld, I watched by myself. And then after the second season, I was like, fuck this. Yeah, and then I went back and watched the second season, even though I dropped out because the violence You dropped was out the first one, yeah. Too gratuitous. Not the first season. I watched the first season with you. But then when the I second season started, it was just like so much violence against women. I was just like, oh, my God, I can't watch this right now. Yeah. And then. Because at that time you had been killing a lot of women. Killing a lot of women. And I was just like, this is too much. It's like 24 hours of this stuff. You know, it's I need like, a break. It's like, oh, my God, I want to unplug. Seriously. Um, so I started watching Dexter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just was like, couldn't do it at the time. But then I went back and started to. I gave it another chance and I kind of understood a little better what they were trying to do, obviously. And that, yeah. you know, second season, I mean, they had to incite the revolution against, you know, and I guess that takes violence as we know, as we see in our everyday lives, not us personally, but in the world at large, uh, who am I talking to? Just the wall. And then we started watching season three together and I was like, you can't do it. I was like, fuck this. I know. I, I mean, if somebody watches Westworld season three and they say it's worth it, let us know. Email us. I love you. Okay. Pod at gmail.com. Otherwise, I don't expect to hear from anybody because, I mean, it's just not It was in, so interesting to me. It was so fucking boring. For some reason, like when you no spoilers, I'm not going to I'm not going to keep talking about it just no. in case somebody wants to watch it. But no, I won't go take ahead. that from you. If you enjoy it, enjoy it. But I mean, it, it reminded me of like. You ever see footage of Lenny Bruce when towards the end of his life, he was just on stage reading his court transcripts. <laughs> Boy, have I. <laughs> That's what it felt like to me. I'm like, this is such like I don't give a fuck. I, fe- I felt like I was filing. Well, I mean, I I appreciate what they did with that show, and I appreciate like the amount of work that they put into the show. No doubt, but no doubt. But it's for it's, some reason just the third the third act just didn't. No, it's it didn't the, take me in there. You know, it's the rotten banana. By that point, I'm like, you put a lot of work into this, but but now you're trying to make me a banana split out of a rotten banana, and I just it's all zeros and ones. You know what I mean? This is Glennis's new character, banana. <laughs> <laughs> Patty and I pull I pull the hat out of the hat cabinet and there's a, a rotten banana in it and I'm like what are you trying to do with this rotten banana? The hat cabinet. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Banana Patty's hat cabinet. <laughs> What's in the hat cabinet this week? Let's see. Oh, fucking rotten banana. <laughs> you know I should have known. All right, well join us next week. Oi. <laughs>
Because I I shouldn't be confused as an audience member. I should be right. intrigued. Right. And I this, mean, no. and if the and if the if the point is that it is a confusing thing, like that there are multiple layers, like as in, uh, um, what's the movie with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? Inception. Inception. Like that, like that movie (laughs) was confusing. It was meant to be confusing because, right, weren't there so many different layers? So I felt like that, it was kind of indicative of that. Right, but like watching the second season, it was like by the, by once you get to the end, you're like, okay, this is why it was all, jarbled but yeah. it was like i felt like they were trying to reproduce the, but but by the end of the second season everything didn't make sense i was still like oh well that didn't it, you you went too confusing i didn't feel the same way oh god did i feel the same way as what <laughs> i just what as just myself said? god do i feel I the same way watching now you relate to yourself you know matt <laughs> Thanks for that chair. Really related. Let's each do different podcasts. I really identify with what you just said, Matt. (laughs) Um, Because the first season, there was the big reveal that the young guy was Ed Harris. Spoil. I forgot to say spoiler. Okay, keep going. Fuck off. There's so much content out there. And if you haven't. Let me do my bit. Keep going. (laughs) If you haven't watched Westworld by now. Oh, I thought we were talking about West Wing. Okay, so I totally hated Westworld. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, Joe Estevez is Martin Sheen's brother? Holy shit. <sighs> All I'm saying is. Tell me, Matt. They were trying to do that, where by the end I'm going to be like, oh my God, but that didn't happen. And then by the third season, I was so put out that I'm like, eat my dick. <gasps> oh, what's there? Oh, I thought I saw the. The cherries flashing by. The reds and blues. Yep. Uh, hope everybody's okay. Yes, indeed. Um. Well, should we, you want to talk about this article well how's your quarantine that's what i want to know well well i'll tell you uh about the same pretty good all right yeah yeah well i mean like today i was really i was excited about like some good news and I was very disappointed um, with your reaction to it. Um, because I have an idea for something creative. And, you know, there's a prop or a costume or whatever you want to call it that I looked into. I was like, I wonder how much this would cost because it would be custom made and I reached out to the people just to find out what the quote would be and they replied you know what free of charge because we love what you do and I was like oh that's so fucking cool 
And then, you know, obviously it's quarantine and everybody's in fear of financial insecurity. And and I don't blame you. Sounds like you're about to. No. No, I gave some thought to it. Yeah. Cause I And I don't blame you. Because I was like, that I told Glennis what I just told you guys. And she was like, well, you shouldn't be spending that money anyway. And I was like, <sighs> and then it turned into a thing. I believe those things are called fights. <laughs> but it was a heated discussion. Yeah. But, uh, but I was just so like, when I looked back on it, I was like, and, and part of it was <clears throat> kind of revealed to me by reading the, the Times article we're going to talk about. Um, that it's just, there's just no, like, I am in no position to be getting good news, <laughs> you know? So I was, like, doubly excited yeah, to have some, or basically a compliment, you know, a compliment and yeah. some good news. And then I have no one, no one to share it with. Oh, please. You do have someone to share it with. It's just the way in which it was shared. I get little tidbits of information. I don't get the full information. So then I'm left to fill in the pieces. So my brain goes to these places of what I assume is going is happening. So if you would just give me all the information to start with, then when you have the good news... Then I could then I can celebrate with you. <clears throat> I mean, I I just okay. Here's what I, what I should have done is say, "Yay, that's so great!" But also, can we not spend money right now, please? Right, but I felt a little ignored when I said I w I didn't. I didn't send. I, it's not like I sent them a check and they tore it up. I said, "This is my idea. What would this cost?" And they said, "Nothing. Normally this, but nothing." And what's the normal price? What did they say? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'd have to look. Just off the top of your head, like one hundred and twenty-five bucks. Okay. So I mean, you know, I just lost my job. We're both on unemployment. My unemployment hasn't even started coming in yet. You know, we're we're just not in a position to even talk about spending any money, let alone 125 bucks, which is about what my brain was telling me. 150 bucks was what I was thinking. So that's all. I mean, I want I want you to do creative stuff. I want you to have good news and be and get compliments and be excited like. Right. But I didn't. I, I it. I wasn't excited anymore and it felt like why are we like just talking about what's not happening? Um why are we talking about what's not happening? I meant in in that moment. No, I, was I know like, what you mean. Um because this is a very scary time and people are losing their homes and you know, and not that I think we're going to lose our home you know we're lucky in the sense that we don't own our home uh but you know i mean listen it's hard when there's been issues with 
in areas in the past, like it takes me a while to heal from things where there's been issues in the past. And money is a place where there's been issues for us. And that, you know, I, I apologize because I go back to that place of, you know, where we've been in the past and it makes me scared, but it's not impossible to work through. I mean, I work through a lot bigger issues in our relationship. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, it's just being aware of it. So now I'm aware of it. You know, I think the the thing that this brought up for me, which is good, is that whenever money stuff comes up, I tend to freak out. I tend to get really scared. And you tend to think that everything's going to be okay. And they're very (laughs) opposite ends of the spectrum. And I think we do go to the opposite ends of the spectrum. Like we kind of go to the extremes. But it always does kind of even out in the middle. So it's good that we kind of balance each other out that way. And like I should trust that you're not just going to spend 125 bucks without talking to me. But there has been stuff where you have not talked to me about things and it's hard to get over that stuff but you know I think I think it's obviously it's you know it's there's always two parts to to every you know interaction or experience in a couple so I mean I I I recognize my part in it (coughs) and um and I'm sorry I couldn't celebrate with you. I'm I'm just in a little bit of, you know, just financial fear right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, when, when after that discussion, when you came into the room and you did say, you know, I looked at some numbers and I didn't, I don't think we're going to be much worse off than when you were working and that kind of thing. That was helpful. Like, Anytime we communicate about stuff, it's so much more helpful. All From my point of view, all I saw was Matt is measuring his head and his neck because he has an idea for something. And then, <laughs> which is always, always the way it goes. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> and that's then, a deal breaker, ladies. That's a deal breaker, ladies. When your man is measuring his head and his neck, <laughs> And problems. you ain't getting married and the top hat and tails. Um, and then the next thing I knew you were getting this thing thing for free, which is great. But my mind just goes to, oh my God, you were just going to pay for it. You were just going to pay for it. You weren't even going to talk to me. You were just going to pay for it. (laughs) That's where my brain goes. Yeah. I don't think saying everything's going to be okay is an extreme point of view. I don't think that's like I don't crazy so. optimistic. I don't think so either. That's not what I'm trying to not be as specific about things that have happened in the past money wise. Mm-hmm. That's all. I think the extreme of that point of view is is ignoring things. Well, yeah. So that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I... Like right now, yes, we need things to keep us excited and to keep us, you know, motivated or keep our spirits up or whatever. And like, I am sorry that I took that away from you. Um, 
and all we all I can do from this experience is just learn from it and you know take it into the next experience um thank you and you (laughs) what what can you do for the next experience I can work on my communication. <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm asking. That's what I'm working on. Yeah. Wow, there's a lot of crickets it's outside that are all chirping at the same time. It's just one big cricket. Oh, Jesus. He's in our pool. It will devour us all. (laughs) No, I put a cover on the pool. Thank God. (laughs) What were you going to say? Well, because we've changed our schedules. So instead of just kind of one day to ourselves a week, we're kind of trying every other day. Yeah. Which is... um, I'm, you know, I've been talking about, I'm just very excited to get some shit done. I think this is great because it, you know, what we're going to talk about this article uh, that you sent to me. I think it's great because it's really breaking it up. So we do have a chance to miss each other and we do have stuff to talk about, even though we end up texting each other all day. Right. <laughs> but, you well, know. that that was the other thing when we we kind of went to our separate corners after getting heated this afternoon um you were like all right well we just need to find a new place to live we need to find somewhere Which cheaper we had talked about before yeah definitely yeah but i was like all right well i mean it, but oh, yeah this place was a find of the century it absolutely was, but it is still, you know, I think we can ultimately look at ways to cut back in other areas so that we can afford to stay here. Yeah. And, you know, but that's something that we have to do together. So. Right. Um, no, but I remember when, when we moved here, I was like, we need to work our asses off. Yeah. And the the world was very different then and we were very different then it right. was just you were doing nails jack had school yeah and i was like kind of driving lift until you know my feet fell off yeah um and it was ugh we were worse off then you know in in some ways yeah you mean financially yeah 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 but what i was going to say was when i came in here and i was like all right find a new place to live and then a little while later you texted me you know a twitter feed of some karen freaking out about black people and i was like well doesn't seem like you're looking for a <laughs> what I can't do both. I, I, you forget how that women can multitask, whereas men need one task. 
trying to think of the I can't remember the movie or the TV show but somebody was like I do one thing I do it well and then I move on uh, do you know what that's from? it sounds like Parks and Recreation no that was never my jam I've watched a couple of episodes but but you've walked into the you've walked into the kitchen when I've been watching it Yes, but no, this is something that I've seen more. I feel like it's a movie or yeah. something. Well, I mean, yeah. I I looked for a place in so far as I called our landlord to ask about the house behind ours. Right. And they emailed me back. To steal a joke from Karen Kilgariff, I guess they just want to keep it casual. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also that Twitter feed, if you do not look through that Twitter feed, it's so satisfying because it's this white couple in Santa Clarita, I think, or Santa yeah, right. something. And they're, they're like being really fucking rude to this guy who has a fruit cart outside of like a mobile gas station. Or like this, this makes this place, this like brings the, they basically say this makes it look ghetto here. And <laughs> this brings the. The property, the property value, value of, of this gas station down. Yeah, and mean, and the guys, the guy from the fruit cart is filming them, and he's got his camera kind of held at like navel height, so he's filming the dude yelling at him. He's filming his like crotch area basically, and his zipper is undone the whole time. And then you mean at at orange, like navel orange? Yeah, navel orange. Yep. And uh, <laughs> is that what they look like? Uh, and then. And then, of course, Twitter finds this couple, finds their restaurant. Twitter, do your thing. Do your thing, Twitter. And then uh, they give them so many bad reviews. They on own a Yelp. restaurant. They own a restaurant. Yeah. They give them so many bad reviews on Yelp. They're down to one and a half stars. And then they create another Yelp restaurant with the same name. And it's just a picture of the guy's zipper undone. I love it. Oh, it's so good. So sorry. So sorry you're racist. I'm sorry. So sorry. The guy calls remember him those? Bro. Oh, I do remember those. Those paper towel commercials? Yeah. I'm sorry. Why do they ever stop running these things that are just, they work. Cause it works. Because they got to justify their paycheck, right. I guess. Fresh blood comes in. They're mm -hmm. like, we need to change everything. We want it to be like The Office. It needs to be totally different. That's what happened. Like, I remember I was in a commercial campaign, and I was like, why did those get killed? And somebody was like, new guy took over the ad thing and was like, we need to s scrap all of this. Let's shake it up. Like, so many... I remember there was one... There was a, there was a really cool pilot I was a part of that was like, this is going. This is going on TV. This mm -hmm. is a go. And then the guy who loved it got fired or moved, whatever it was. And then new people came in and it was like, you're yep. dead because they don't because want. They didn't create it. Right. They don't want to do the last guy's ideas. Yeah. They want their own shit. Yep. That's why anytime like I've been like, you know, in my career feeling stalled or with like representation wise, let's say. 
Anytime I'm talking to somebody who's further along, they're like, well, send me your stuff. I'll give it to my agent. I'm like, they don't, they do not want that. Mm -hmm. They want to be the one that it's like, they don't want anyone else's idea. They want their own idea. Yeah. Yeah. They have to, they have to believe that it's their own idea. You have to find the way to trick them into making them think it's their, just like with kids, you know? Just like with Vince McMahon. That's right. That's right. Well, it's a good idea, Matt. Now, how the fuck we're going to make Vince think it was his? <laughs> that just made me think of uh, on BoJack Horseman, there was a the hot TV show that uh, that was like killing all the other shows in the ratings was Birthday Dad, and no one could figure out what it was or like what the show birthday was. Dad, it was just so about funny. a dad having a birthday. Who's that lady? Who's that lady? <laughs> I remember in first grade, all of us, all, A-L-L, we all knew how to spell all because of those commercials. There you go. There you go. A-L-L, that spells all. Yeah. I mean, you should know how to spell that in the first grade for sure. Mm, that was a new one. Maybe kindergarten, I don't know. Yeah, maybe kindergarten. One of them. Well, L.A. is going uh, online learning in the fall. That's right, baby. That's right. So does that mean I don't have to get this fucking huge list of supplies? That's right. We already knew that. Always what did I say to you? Get the prize. I was like, life. I was like, I we registered for next year for a TK, and I go, and I got the list of supplies we'll need for school. It just says Wi-Fi connection. <laughs> And, and I was like, does it really say that? You were like, what? No. <laughs> and then this sure was over enough, text. I didn't get the sarcasm. I'm particularly bad at sarcasm over text. Did you know that sarcasm means torn flesh? I did know that. I mean, I if you had asked me, I couldn't have said it, but right. I've totally heard that before. That did you know that sophomore means wise fool? I did did know that i mean if you'd asked me i wouldn't have known i didn't know that <laughs> sophomore means wise fool hmm. there you go there you go kids there you go there you go there you go how's your quarantine did we cover that no how's your quarantine uh my quarantine how's your butt? It, well you know it's funny because i did just stop working and because of everything uh around that situation which i will not talk about on here but uh it was intense and i just collapsed like i just you legit slept for a couple days like it was so wild i just was like a blob in bed i could not i've been saying that for years (laughs) blob and i just could not like i could not wake up i was so exhausted right to the point where I was a little worried, and then I was like, "I don't know, don't don't turn this into COVID." Well, there has been a couple times where Jack has complained that his food didn't taste like anything, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" Whoa, whoa! Like he'll be like, "It doesn't taste like anything," and I'm like, "Man, oh man, that that's wild." But then other things taste good. Yeah, you know. yeah. Because I was like, because like the apples we got are kind of just boring. Yeah. Doesn't taste like anything to me. Doesn't taste like anything to me, Pa. <laughs> and uh, 
but I had been eating hot sauce, and I was like, well. With your apples? Yeah, man. <laughs> I like a little apple kick. <laughs> Let's see what's in our hat cabinet. No, it was a. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a hat cupboard? Hat cabinet. It's a hat cabinet? A, a cabinet? Ugh, don't do that. Why? Damn it. Let me. You've ruined my life again. You'll never get away from me. But I was like, I feel like he, it it was, it felt like something he heard. You know, kids, they hear things, they say things at the worst possible time. Like you're, when you're in the store and he yells, my penis is hard. Oh my God. <laughs> you're like, oh my God, stop it. What? Well, you know, that's what he would say for a little while when he had to pee. He would yell, my penis is hard. He would <laughs> say hard like, or big? I Well, I think he said both. But I, there was one time he yelled that and then there was one time we were a long time ago, we were in a Chipotle and he tripped and he fell and he goes, ow, I hit my penis. <laughs> <laughs> that is a gift. It's so good. <laughs> no, I remember one time him telling me that he wanted me to make his penis small again. I was like, <laughs> we cannot have this conversation. We need to stop. Oh, people without children. Are these conversations making you uncomfortable? Anytime I get real about what it's like to have a kid with people who don't have kids, they get real uncomfortable. Why? What do you mean? Well, I'm just like, oh, you know, what was I saying? Uh, he, oh, I said, I said, oh, they were like, oh, Jack's so cute. And I'm like, he is so cute. And I'm like, and doesn't he know it? And I'm like, it's a real problem. <laughs> I'm like, I have to tell him like, you're not allowed to say that. I'm the only one who's allowed to say that. And they're like, uh, and I'm like, no, I don't really say that to him. <laughs> I don't really tell my kid he's not allowed to say he's cute. <laughs> Jeez Louise. I've n I, and, and that's it. I've never heard him say. Oh, he said it a couple times. He said it to you? Yeah. Well, he's never said it to me. Yeah. He's like, I'm cute. I'm like, you are cute. Eh, what are you going to do? Well, I, I, most of my conversations with him don't involve me telling him he's cute. But he is. He's very, very cute. He's so cute. Well, it's like the kid from Parenthood. You've seen that clip when he's on Johnny Carson. Yeah. The little, little blonde boy oh, right, with the curly yeah. hair. Yeah. And he keeps, like, looking at the monitor. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Johnny's like, oh, you, you see yourself in the monitor there, don't you? And he's like, yeah. He's like, well, how do you think you look? And the kid just goes... <laughs> cute yeah that's jack right <laughs> and there. it's like oof. <laughs> oof. oof yeah yep 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 <sighs> probably i mean we're you know you're gonna fuck your kids up somehow we also emphasize almost daily not everything revolves around you exactly yes we do which i didn't find out until much later in life right until you're shocked. Oh. You're like, what? This sucks. Shock the monkey tonight. Shock the monkey. Yep. Uh, so your quarantine's going all right? Yeah, it's better now. And yeah. I'm very grateful to be home and safe. It is 
it's nice to be to feel useful to like be at a job and be doing something and like that makes your you know your lizard brain happy but you know i mean i'd much rather be safe healthy be here for you and jack and get into a rhythm here and you know yeah and take it day by day it will be nice like it's nice having time to myself but it will also be nice all of us doing something yeah um i don't know what that is it'll probably involve sitting in a car <laughs> yeah but, you know we'll, well sort it out it's so funny you totally brought me back there was an episode of uh dungeons and dragons when it was you know on saturday mornings yeah and the kid you remember that right it was like a bunch of kids went on like the Dungeons and Dragons roller coaster ride at a theme park, and they somehow wound up in the land of Dungeons and Dragons and were stuck there. And like each, oh, it's great. Oh, each, really? each week they were like trying to figure out how to get back home. And I remember the wizard kid, uh, he got one wish, but they were like, some of them were like almost gonna like die like a bad guy whatever they they were in trouble they were in danger peril peril calamity and uh he couldn't decide whether to wish for us to go home or for us to be safe and so he he said exactly what you said he goes i wish for us to be safe and at home and then they only got to be safe and they didn't get zapped back home but mm. trickery 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 dickery doc Yes, yes. Well, you know, I mean, I kind of like li life like this. I, I don't really miss a lot of things on a daily basis. But when I really think about it, you know, I really miss like seeing people, going to movies, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still uh, I'm I've grown as used to this as I can. Yeah. But it's still uncomfortable. Yeah. There's just no relief. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah, I mean, we don't like to be uncomfortable, that's for sure. But, you know, I, I don't know. Like, there's, there's something about the lack of control in, in the other situation that I was in that was so anxiety inducing mm -hmm. that now the lack of control feels at least like I'm safe. <laughs> well, it's a, uh, you know, you, you, I don't know what's the expression I'm looking for. The devil, you know, the devil, you don't or something like you are kind of, you already knew what this was like right right you know yeah yeah and i and i found ways of coping you know at sure. the copacabana at the coping cabana the coping cabana yeah so yeah i mean you know it's fine for now and i'm enjoying the one person i see you know um I'm still enjoying my friends online and, you know, and here we are. And here we is. 
So you want to talk about this article? Yeah. This is from the failing New York Times. <laughs> um, by Jessica Grose. Missing the partner you see 24-7. How to feel connected when you have nowhere to go. And... It's, well, the the opening is really struck me. One night last week, I looked up from my phone, turned to my husband in bed and said, why do I feel like I miss you even though you're in my face 24-7? And I was like, damn. Yeah. Is that how you feel? Um, Well... Well, not exactly, but I can definitely identify with that feeling. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, even like when the, because it's, it's when, when we talk about like kind of having time to ourselves, it's, it's not often we get to have time together right um that isn't just the few couple hours after he's gone to bed and we're kind of fucking exhausted shagged anyway yeah you know and it's like well you know because i don't i don't feel like our relationship is just watching tv together but I was always very grateful that we did this even before the quarantine. Yeah. Because um, it was it wasn't the only time we had deep discussions, but it was just nice that we had a regularly scheduled time for it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because we're not going to go sit at the kitchen table over dinner and just like talk for an hour and a half, like. I just feel like we could make ourselves make that time for it, but I don't feel like we would make that time, you know, like having a date night at home. We'd just be kind of tired. <laughs> you know, we would yeah. just be like, let's just watch something. Like, right. So, yeah, this is a nice way to connect. But, like, watching community, especially like the last couple episodes, it's just like laugh out loud funny. Yeah. Just like the giggles. And oh, my God. And then we have. Like, I keep quoting, you know, when Abed, um, is it Abed? Mm-hmm. Oh, all of a sudden, like I said it, I was like. Well, because Chevy Chase would always say Abed. Maybe that's it. Um, it gets, uh, he gets obsessed with Nicolas Cage, of all people. It's just, and well, it's, he takes a class. He takes a class, Nic- Nicolas Cage, good or bad. And I was like, that's so crazy because we talked about that here. Yeah. Because I was like, I couldn't, I was like. Is he a good actor? Is he a bad actor? Right. I'm like, but it, he's so, it's it's one of the, and then it was like, oh my God, there's a whole episode about this. Yeah. Because I forget who the good example was. Because he's like, you know, let's say Anthony Hopkins. He's like, Anthony Hopkins, good. Jim Belushi, bad. Right. Jean-Claude Van Damme, the good kind of bad. Johnny <laughs> Depp, the bad kind the of bad good. The bad kind of good, yeah. And that was 
such a home run. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I was like, oh my God, Johnny Depp is the bad kind of good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Side note, have you watched, not watched, or have you read any of this fucking shit going on with him now? No. Like he's in court. I think I, 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 it's been very just gleaning headlines. Yeah. But it's like he's in this ugly... I think he's suing um, one of the papers in the UK because like they, they said that he like beat up his girlfriend or his wife or something. Right, I remember that. Right. Yeah. And so now it's just like this, this ugly tabloid thing and it's just like... And the tabloids in the UK are vicious. Oh. They're awful. It's the whole reason fucking uh Harry and uh Yeah. And uh I can't think of her name left. Harry and Sally? Well, the first thing I almost said was Harry and Tonto, which is a movie. <laughs> and I know that that's not her name. And then the next thing I could all I could think of was Harry and the Hendersons, and I'm positive that's not her name her name is the Henderson's. megan yeah god yeah and that poor woman from carolina from uh love island who killed herself because they were so vicious i don't know if i know who that is we talked about it on the show a couple times but oh right yeah well it's there was a wrestler who killed herself because she was on a so like recently in Japan. Oh, right. She was on a reality show and it was like, apparently this all came out too. Apparently the producers were putting her up to like trying to get her to slap the guy in the face, which is like, like crazy in, I guess, in Japanese culture to do. Mm. But instead she just like flipped his hat off of his head. Whoa. And then it was like the response she got online and on twitter and whatnot was obviously so severe that she took her own life jesus madness oh good job guys yeah great job everybody um and and great job reality show producers yeah good job really truly like you did it you, you got did the it Ooh, you did it um the lowest of the low so the rest of this article is very, it's interesting. She mentions a um, Slate article in 2008 where a married couple were literally tied together with 15, foot, 15 feet of string for a day. And by the end of the day, they had nothing to say to each other. Um, and it does, it does, it's a, it is a bit like, Everything I've ever read about like writer's block is always you have to go and do something. Yeah. Because you have no experiences. Right. You know? Um, you have no input for your output. So it's like I can see that where it's because it's we we are very lucky that well, I don't know if luck has anything to do with it. I'm very grateful that for one that we do this. Yeah. But also we are still very connected with other people. 
Um, and it's very... <sighs> there's there's still stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. But also there's Jackie. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, he said this or he did this. Yeah. Or, you know, the world's so fucking crazy. Right. That it's like, did you see this? Did you hear this? Right. But, um... You know, I I, th- I feel like we have gotten, we are trying to get better about just gossiping mm-hmm. or even beyond that, just like shit talking. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Because that's such, that's just so poisonous. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a, it's a defect of character that I do not like and it's such an easy way to just have something to talk about it's not very creative you know i mean and it's delicious and it's delicious i like to tell you about i think we have a lot more to talk about than sometimes we think because we do have such different interests we do have such different groups of friends you know so yeah i can tell you things that are funny that happen with my friend group and vice versa and we have different ways of interacting with Jack or playing with Jack or, you know, just different days with Jack. He, he, he's off this day or he's, you know, said something funny this day or whatever. So I think we're really lucky in that sense. But I think, you know, the the gossip is definitely one of the things that can feel like you're connecting. And yet it's just yucky. It just it makes me feel gross when I do that. Yeah, it's, it's not so it's easy. unhealthy. Yeah. Whatever. We're doing our best. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. s- you know, sometimes the things that we're not ready to give up yet still serve a purpose, you mm-hmm. know. Mhm. So maybe that gossip was connecting us for a while, keeping us connected, you know? Yeah. Because there does need to be something that you connect on, so if it's how shitty that hat cabinet is that so and so built, oh whoops. Um. So the article then goes on to discuss, you know, obviously she talks to a couple of different people. Um. Of how to deal with it, so like cultivating excitement. Um. Yeah, like a new experience that you. Yeah. Um. I know how we can cultivate excitement. We should start watching marble racing together. Didn't we try that? We didn't really try it, try it. But I think it's something that you, me, and Jack would all get into. Maybe. Huh? Maybe we can cultivate excitement by growing a garden together. Mm-hmm. Well, we, you did such a great job with that fig tree. Can't believe it. It really took root and is starting to grow. I mean, when I pulled that, it was like pulling the sword out of the stone. When I pulled that root, yeah. that long-ass root out of the ground, it was so satisfying. I love this, though. She goes, I realized last week I was taking two showers a day simply b- <laughs> because the bathroom was a change of scenery. Yeah. 
Um, I'm very grateful for the space we have here. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's it would be a lot harder in a small place. Yeah, like I was like looking at a couple places for rent today. I was just like, or even that place over there. I was just like, where the fuck would we go? You know. Yeah, we're very lucky. Um, I mean, the thing, the one thing that I'm like, it would be nice to be able to just like do things around the house. Like that would be a fun project for us to both get excited about, you know, doing things around the house, like putting a screen door on the back door. It's just not our place. So we can't really do anything. Painting a room. Right. That kind of stuff I get excited about. But we did. We both got excited about that fig tree. That's. Yeah. Like that to me is like, okay, that's the direction we should go in. It's like. You know, when you grew, quote unquote, those tomatoes out back, you got real excited. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm not going to do anything about them or, <laughs> or to with them. or to them or <laughs> eat them. But I did a couple of quick Googles and I was like, wow, they really look. They're coming along. They look like tomatoes. Like, where did they come from? How did this happen? <laughs> like somebody ate a tomato and then threw it in the ground. Yeah, <clears throat> truly. But like when we first got the pool, yeah, I was like, and I still am like it's 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 very routine now. Like I've got it. Like I don't, I really, I never test the water anymore because I know how much bleach and and borax to put in at night. Even just getting to the point of knowing to do it at night, because yeah. the sunlight uh, burns off all that shit. Yeah. Um. But just, I like doing it. It's A, it's something to do. Yeah. It's enjoyable. It's, you know, kind of fun because mm -hmm. there's a right way to do it. And I I did research on what to do, what works best. I found out what works best for us. Mm -hmm. um, and then also, like, like the, I love you two enjoying it mm -hmm. you know especially and it's something to do with jackie but it's also it's like <clears throat> like today i was like getting some stuff done for um another show and you two went in to go swimming and i was like excited like okay i'm gonna put some more air in the the bottom one leaks a little bit um the bottom rung of the swimming pool and then i'm gonna you know clean out some of the uh, the pine. You ever smell those? Mm-hmm. It's so great. The little seeds from the pine tree. Yeah, berries. I think. Uh, yeah, they're the berries, right? Yeah, they they're like little pokey berries. Pokey berries, <laughs> and the little pokey ball. <laughs> but uh, you know, I was just excited to just do that and be like, I want them to have fun. And I put in fresh water today, and it's just like. I get to be of service. It's just nice to find ways to do that. Yeah. That keep us connected and also yeah. keep me, you know, taking positive action so that my brain doesn't fucking sour. Yeah, um, totally. You know. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, that's that like equivalent for me has been the plants, like keeping the plants alive. Yeah. Not just the fig tree, but like the ficus that we have out front that died like 
totally went dead. And then all of a sudden I started paying attention to it again. And, you know, all the plants inside our house and little 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 cactus. When we walk around our neighborhood, I'll find little pieces of succulents that have fallen off the bigger plant. I'll take those and let them scab over and learn about that. So I think a, a garden would be the next step. What's up with that fern that we've been keeping in the bathroom? It, I took the, it was, it was dead. The roots had been, been waterlogged basically. Like they, Mm -hmm. they died from too much water. So I took the plant out and then I took that soil and I planted a new plant. Good. Yeah. Dale Fernhart Jr. Yeah. Rest in peace, buddy. R.I.P. Uh, be intentional about your time together. I mean, this is interesting because it talks about, and this is also the shortest one, but it talks about, you know, doing yoga together or, um, (laughs) which is, it's so funny. It says, which is so cliche, (laughs) um, uses the example of feeding the kid early, putting them in front of the TV and then having like a you know a picnic together or whatever yeah um which i don't think is so like he would we're we're definitely getting into a place where it's like okay you can watch something in the morning and then with dinner yeah. and then the rest of the day is you know we'll find something fun to do or you need to find something fun yeah. you need to be able to entertain yourself um yeah, Which, we definitely got in a routine, both of us, of just putting the TV on and like, that was fine for a little bit, but it's just, it doesn't serve him. It doesn't serve any of us. Well, it's, uh, you know, at first it was like, I th- I just feel like we've we've grown used to this and it's like, this isn't ending anytime soon, so mm-hmm. we can't just eat like candy at every meal right exactly you know we and he adapted very quickly he'll like yesterday i really took one for the team because that was the day right where he was it, it wasn't like he got mad but it was just he just kept asking because it was so used to, he was just right. so used to it yeah right especially like when at lunchtime i was like no, we'll listen to some music. And he was just like, but I, I, uh, and then <laughs> like by like three o'clock, he's like, so then it turned into, I was like, I was like, no, 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 we, we can watch something later with dinner. And he was like, okay, then I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm ready for dinner now. Right. And I'm like, Jackie, I want you to understand that even if we ate dinner right now, the TV would not go on. The TV will go on later. Yeah. You know, four o'clock. I'm so hungry. I'm like, then eat that apple I cut up for you. <laughs> eat the apple. Eat the apple. <laughs> I put hot sauce on it. <laughs> Daddy's biz- busy measuring his head and his neck. <laughs> but he was fine. He, he constantly, he finds something to do. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I loved, even the other day, because I, I love showing him the old monster movies that really are not scary right um and that one night where he kept waking up i was so 
I was I was ready to feel so fucking bad because I was just like, please don't let him be having a nightmare. Yeah. And which it wasn't. He was just he he kind of gets fed up with me, and then when he finds out that, well, if I wake up, I can see mommy. He and told he me does. about it the other day too. Yesterday he goes, um, he just I love when he brings up something from out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and he just goes, "Mommy got so mad at me," and I go, <laughs> "What are you talking about?" He's like, "I just wanted a toy while I was sleeping." Oh my god, I got so mad. I was like, "Oh boy." He's it was like, like the fourth time I'd been in there. He's like, he was like, "I need a toy." I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. Uh, but I just love the way he ta- like the way he'll gesture with his with his palms yeah. up and he'll be like she didn't understand I just wanted Optimus Prime next to me. Oh my god. That like I'm just I'm like so and he, in that moment too I had just right fallen back asleep. Well it's so he he was just so um it's such a manipulation because it's like he hasn't done that in so long. That used right. to be like a go-to for him when he was much smaller. Right. Like, no, I need a toy. No, because he just didn't want to go to sleep. And he's like, I need this specific toy. Right. Where is it? And we would fucking do it. Like, I would. I would always do it. I would always go try to find the toy, you know, because I just wanted him to have his toy. But it hasn't happened in so long. No. I mean, you know, it's he's of the age now that like, you know, and obviously I didn't get so mad at him that night, but I was just like, no. No, you're just no. tired. Yeah. I'm like, we are not doing this. No, yeah. absolutely not. I'm just not entertaining it at all. You no. know? No, should you? And uh, exactly. Because you know what he's doing. He's just trying to s- stay awake or be with you exactly. or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. He's tired too. He's not thinking. No, exactly. I mean, but I'm at the, I'm at the point now with this age, you know, he'll be five in November. And I'm just like, you know, there doesn't need to be. I I'm I kind of get it a little more <laughs> like as a parent I get it a little more of how I'm not going to ruin him if I say no I'm not going to ruin him if I say or I'm not going to say yes all the time you know like yeah so I'm just you know I'm just like no that's not happening nope like randomly today he just goes I haven't gotten a new toy oh, and I'm like God. and I look at him and I'm just like what are you talking about He's like, I haven't got, I haven't gotten a new toy. And I'm like, what? Since when? Like, what? You mean today? He goes, No, I haven't gotten a new toy today. And I go, And you're not going to. <laughs> and he's like, Well, why? I'm like, We have talked about this. Right. It's you get presents on special occasions. Yeah. And then he goes, Well, then I don't want a birthday. <laughs> and it's so it's so funny how quickly he folds. I know. He goes, I don't want a birthday, but I do want a birthday. <laughs> oh, like, it's, it's testing those boundaries. It is incredible to me watching him at this age try and take the poison to kill the other person. Because mm-hmm. I've said that to him before. I haven't said it in those words, but I, I have said to him, like, well, you're only punishing yourself if you do that. Yeah. I'm like, you just, you're having a feeling and it will pass. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, the world needs more little boys who are in touch with how they're feeling and the awareness that it's not forever. Right. 
Yeah, like tonight we were, you know, I'm trying to, he hates it so much, but I'm trying to like work in thinking about how things are spelled whenever mm-hmm. we can, you know, yeah. like, cause he, cause sometimes when he's not overthinking it, he just gets it. Like we were in the bathtub the other night and I'm like, how do you spell mom? And he's like, M-M-O-M. And he just got it. Right. And I was like, holy fuck. I was like, holy fuck, Jack. You just fucking spelled mom. Like, how do you spell fuck? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like the other day when we went by the stop sign and we were like. Right. And he'd gotten it before. Right. It's just that sometimes he gets in these, you know, minds. I don't want to do it. I can't do it. He's he's like, this isn't fun. Right. Exactly. And I'm like, that's the problem. It's because and that's why I said we we talked about the other day because I'm like his whole life is Disneyland right now because it's so he doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to clean up. Like I made him clean up the living room, his toys the other morning. I was like, I, I, I started to clean it up. And I was like, I am not going to clean up these toys. Oh, <laughs> I no. did not make this mess. Yeah, I always t- but like with the, the kinetic sand. I was like, yeah, there was it's even still everywhere. It's still all over his playroom because he takes it in there and just throws it on his table. Right. So with some things he needs hand holding. But with the stuff in the living room, I was just like, no, I'm not doing it. Well, even because like we watched the mummy movie. Right. And so then he went. And found the sand and was like, I was like, this is great. And like he's making, because mm-hmm. all he wants to do is see the mummy. And then in between when it's, you know, George and Patty and whoever talking, he's just like, oh, when is the mummy coming back? So he goes and he gets the sand and then he's making pyramids and tombs. A sarcophagus. And, yeah. And mm-hmm. he's got the little mummy. And he says the word, I made a sarcophagus. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then dinner time is rolling around and i put the food on the table and i was like whoa 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 whoa! you are cleaning all of this up first you let your food cool down and mm-hmm. it was great and he just no complaining no fighting he's like i love that we have gotten into a place with him of like i ask him to do something and he's like oh yeah and he just does it yeah you know yeah well what i was saying tonight was that you know, we I tried to get him to spell fish, and it was difficult because the i the i was hard for him. He was yeah. like a e e. Is it e? I'm like, no, it's not e. And uh, and then he wanted to give up, and I was like, all right, well then I guess we're done with stories. Like all we have to do is just talk about this for a minute. And he was just he refused, and I was like, okay, you know, I'm I'm sorry, but like this is this is how things are going to go, Jack. You're going to learn your letters. And then they're going to learn a lot more. Like, this is how life goes. So, like, you know, if we can work on this together, great, you know. And I'm like, and remember, when you when you learn and you get something right, you're very, very excited. And you're very proud of yourself, right? And he's like, but he was very upset. And he was like, I want stories, please. I want stories. And starts crying. And I go, are you done feeling your feelings? And he's like, no. And I'm like, okay. So I sat there. I let him feel his feelings and I was like, let's just talk about this for a second. We talked about it for a second. I'm like, let's try to spell the word fish. He spelled the word fish. I helped him with the SH. I just wanted him to get that I so that he wouldn't give up, mm. you know, and think this is too hard and I hate it. I wanted him to get to the point where he's like, oh my God, I did it. It wasn't even that hard. Right. You know, and then he did and he felt his feelings and we got to read stories and then, you know, everything was fine. But I'm so used to, and what I always defaulted to was, 
Why aren't you doing what I'm telling you to do? Why can't you get this? Why are, Why am I a terrible parent? Oh, my mm. God. Why? And then I would get it, you know, and then he and like somebody pointed out the other day, like I won't allow my child to have feelings because I don't allow myself to have feelings. Mm. And like, I don't have to have I can have feelings around this situation, too. You right. know, right. I can't be I can't affect my child with my feelings because that's irresponsible. Um, I can't be mean to my child because of how I feel, but I can have feelings and you know, like that just, that was like super helpful to hear somebody say that and go, Oh, right. I was always told I was annoying when I had feelings and this is what we talked about, you know, but like, I didn't see the correlation between that and my kid, you know? Yeah. No, you're having a, a tantrum. Right. Right. And I mean, you know, it, now it takes a lot more to get me to even close to a tantrum, which is, you know, four o'clock in the morning when I've just fallen back asleep after three times of waking sure. up. Sure. But, you know, that's human. So. Big yawn. I mean, that was the wild thing. Um, going through this top drawer in my desk or the filing cabinet, really, of all the schoolwork we did in quarantine. Mm. And then it's like seeing the progress that he's made. Yeah. Um, and even more so like when he first started, because even, even when we were together and doing school, he counting, what he wasn't really counting. And I got to see him actually start to apply that knowledge of, oh, like it's it's like it's like with the alphabet song. It's like he knows the song and he's gotten to the point now where he can say the words or say the letters in alphabetical order without having to rely on singing it. I there are still times when I start singing it cuz I'm like wait 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 H I J K oh you know. <laughs> um but like with counting he would just you know one, two, three, four, five. He wasn't actually, but like the point I'm trying to bring up is we were playing our very abbreviated stripped down version of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. And I would roll the dice and be like, what number is this? You know, and just like with my my brilliant teaching method, I was like, well, do you know? No. Then take a guess. Mm-hmm. And then once you take a guess, I'll show you how many fingers and you can count. And the the progress he's made of, like I show him the fingers and he counts them up and he knows that he's he's counting it and he knows that he's right. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Just the glimpse of seeing like, he used to never, he used to just like recite the numbers and always skip over 15, mm-hmm. you know? Now the other day, all of a sudden we're in the pool and he just out of nowhere counts up to 30. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And you said, Jack, spell fuck. And then I grabbed him by the throat with both hands and I screamed, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> See, people without kids would be like, oh my God, did you really? <laughs> uh, oh, this is the other thing I love. Be intentional about your time together. Even picking out a show to watch has been a bonding experience. My husband and I had the best time we've had in months watching live comedy over Zoom. And I was just like, I thought, was it Matt? I was like, what 
fucking show did you watch? Was it me? Comedy over Zoom. Who was it? It was um, linked, wasn't it? I don't know. If I, I click on there's a link there's a linked article. Mm. And it is very just, you know. Comedians are doing comedy over Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, oh, Maria Bamford, Todd Berry. Maria always did comedy from home. It's no different. Well, I mean, that's the, exactly. <laughs> you know. What a treasure. Oh, my God. Both of them. Todd Berry, he's a gift. I mean, unless it's a friend. You know, like, I'm not going to watch a comedy special. You know, like, Chappelle dropped that fucking thing, and I was like, I couldn't watch it fast enough. I because mean, of the climate, the culture, right. and who it is. Like, even, like, the last one, the last two he did on Netflix, we sat and watched them together, and we laughed our fucking asses off, you know? Yeah. Even to the point where I was like, I was like, this guy is so brilliant that... We are laughing together at things that if I watched this alone, I would have been like, oh, Glennis is not going to like this. Yeah. I mean, some of his views on, you know, some groups are prob problematic, but he is, you know, he's obviously a very. But he's clearly there's there are comics I can watch, even comics that I like and know there that I'll watch some stuff and be like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, and it's always dude, <laughs> you know, but yeah. with him, I'm like, I didn't feel. There are some comics I watch and I'm like, why I'm ca I'm picking up on some hate, you know, yeah. even with like, even like the shit about where he's just like, I do not believe the, the guys who accuse Michael Jackson. I'm just like, this is just so fucking funny. Yeah, I, I don't mean, agree with that. Well, I will at say all. The difference is, is that the the groups that the group that I'm speaking of, it's up to them to decide if it's offensive, not us. But oh yeah, you know that's all I'm saying. It's like yes. I, I didn't find it offensive because I'm not of that group. And then when I hear that group speaking on it, then I'm like, oh shit, yes, that is very offensive. I didn't even think about that because I'm not in that group and I am not forced to think that way. You know, that's all I'm saying. His specials. I did enjoy. Um, but I will say Amanda Seals special. Oh, I got to watch holy that. Holy fuck. Like so funny and smart and you learn. Right. And it's just like one of the most brilliant specials I've seen. Truly. But I mean like, you know, uh, like Alice Wetterland or Dan Soder, like people that I've known for fucking forever. Yeah. And that I, people that I just truly love as people. Yeah. Like I'm going to watch their shit. Yeah, of course. But like Todd Bear is also somebody I've known forever. But like that, did you, you watch that with me? Did, did you watch the, the crowd work? Of course. Oh my fucking God. That was one where I'm just like, like Chappelle aside, like that's the last time I've watched something that I can think of that purely as just a fan you know yeah because there's just there's just too many fucking comedy specials yeah there's a lot of them thank god for the quarantine oh please <laughs> Whew, thank god for that quarantine cutting out those comedy specials oh my specials. god just fucking please god um 
So yeah, find something to watch together. Yes. This one was in this one got me thinking. Open up about how hard this is. Because we definitely have some real conversations. Yeah. And things are not like they used to be in our way of communicating. But I still do feel a hesitation of expressing fears to you um, because I think I have an expectation that you're going to try to fix it mm. or, or more specifically that you will feel compelled to try to fix it. Or I'll have the expectation that you must fix it. Yeah. Whereas a feeling is just that. It's just a feeling. It's yeah. not something that needs to be fixed. Um, yeah. But, and it, that's also not your job. If I am stuck in a place where I am uh, in a resentment or just like stuck in a feeling or I can't move past a feeling, I can't find the end. Right. I have people in my life and tools at my ready to to deal with it. Yeah. Um But yeah, so so there is so sometimes I do and, and but but all that being said, uh, feelings don't need to be fixed, but they do need to be expressed, I have found. Yeah. And so there is um I think that can add sometimes to my feeling of maybe missing you sometimes mm. that cuz I don't want to feel lonely especially in right. this kind of crowded house that we're in. Right. Um So, that made me think of that. So I wanted to tell you about that. So, fix that. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because like I have a friend who went through the same thing that I went through recently where like I kind of accepted my sexuality, you know, where I had been ignoring it for so long, mm -hmm. but she was in a marriage and she ended up leaving that marriage and being with a woman, but she had to, in order to like process a lot of feelings and like figure out who she was for the first time in her life, she had to like move out of the house right. in order to do that. And right now for me, like in every interaction in my life, uh, and, and it's funny enough because so many people in my life have been like, you're even speaking louder now. And like, you seem to be, you seem to have just found your voice. You know, I am just figuring out who I am in a relationship in a relationship in which I used to be extremely codependent. Yeah. Um, and I need space, you know? And like, so th I think that might also be contributing to you feeling this kind of distance within a crowded house, within a quarantine where we are always together because I'm just trying to solidify, I guess, who I really am. You know, mm -hmm. and it's not like I wish I could think of an analogy for it, but it's like 
it's like trying to uh, I don't know I can't think of an analogy but eat but soup with, with a fork with a fork well it's just <laughs> it's like it's hard to redefine I don't even think I need to redefine our relationship but I slip back into you know when you have like friends that you know you used to just only talk shit about people and you're trying not to talk shit about people and then yeah. you go back and hang out with these friends and you're like oh my god I'm, I can't stop I'm doing it again you know so it's like it's not bad behaviors it's not bad habits it's not anything bad it's just that I need to redef I need to like solidify who I am and then like be able to have this fully formed person in a relationship with you. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. It's that thing of like relying on a old way of thinking. Yeah. 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 And it's so easy to do that. It, it's just hard to unlearn behaviors that, you know, are basically what our relationship was grounded, you know, in. Um kind of and it's all me like uh, just me only thinking of you and then expecting you to do the same for me you know um you know having like kind of preconceived notions about how things are going to go or what right. you're thinking or you know it's just a, a lot of wrapped up behavior in thought in what you're doing sure no, I mean, I was, uh, I as a matter of fact, I was talking to somebody earlier today. And we came to the conclusion, I was like, well, why don't you find a way to go be of service to your, to your girlfriend, you know? And, and they were like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna do some nice things for, for her. And, and very quickly, I was like, and don't have any expectations. Yeah. I go, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. listen, this is the most important thing. <laughs> Do be of service just to be of service. Do something nice so you feel good about yourself. Right. Wh however they react is none of your business. Right. And, and if you go in with an expectation of why, do I, why aren't you appreciating what I'm doing, then because an expectation is just... A resentment under construction, right. you know. Right. Forget about it. Oh, Glennis is yawning into the mic. She's gonna go pee soon, any second. I'm good, actually. Look My at bladder, you. everything about me, all new. What about Jack today? Yeah, he, he he, those juice peeing. boxes. There's something about a juice box. He just has to pee all the time. It's got. It's the sugar. It's like caffeine, where it just like it. Yeah. It revs everything up. Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, I I think the danger with this kind of situation, this very specific situation that we're in, which is we are always around each other. I'm going through something that's making me kind of like not go inward as much as just like experience the world through kind of a new lens, you know, and, and, and wanting to like figure out who I am basically uh, is that it can, I can find myself like pulling away and not remembering to check in with you. That's why this is, show is so good because then I sit across from you and we talk and then, and I feel like when we've communicated lately, it's been a little bit, a little less like at each other's throats and more like, oh yeah, this is what I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling financial fear, whatever it is. So, um, 
so yeah that's just to say like if we didn't have this show it would be even easier to like just kind of not connect until we're maybe connecting on fighting you know what i mean right well it's that thing like with like a kid jack's age will do is like like he he gets enough attention from us that he doesn't act out to get attention right you know once in a while there'll be a day where we have to stop everything and we're like do you need some attention right now right right is that what you need yeah <laughs> and he says yes and he I says say, yes okay. yes <laughs> thank you for noticing yes <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> but um people can uh, adults can be that way too yeah um because it's like well this is who we are together we are miserable shits right like i started with like i don't i didn't i don't see our relationship nor would i ever want it to be just you know we're tv buddies yeah you know yeah we were definitely you know drinking buddies to a certain extent but like you know pot buddies yeah you know yeah totally um but you know just uh, shit talking especially it's just it's so poisonous and i very much used to feel like if you have nothing nice to say come say it to me Mm -hmm. you know um but i don't know It, it, it the circumstances have lent it to these are unique circumstances and it's our relationship has improved just because we've improved regardless of the circumstance you know yeah also i feel like i think i said her name was jessica who wrote that article they if she's writing for the times they might even be in a an apartment yeah which is that's tough yeah you know yeah, definitely. Because it's like we have places we can retreat to, you know. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but at the same time, I mean, I, you know, w- when you were working, even before the quarantine, it was just, well, Glennis is retreating to, and I don't mean that word negatively, uh, to the bedroom because she just needs to watch TV you know yeah i don't know i feel like once you i do feel a change in you you are much lighter and i don't know for years i was just like what are you pissed off about so much so much you know yeah but i don't know being able being unable being able to be honest with oneself is um it's better than any hit of anything i've ever done yeah <laughs> it's better than a fucking shot of anything i've ever drank you know yeah yeah for and, me and like acceptance of that acceptance of everything as much as you know i mean yeah that really is all it's about like if i can accept me then 
you know, that is peace in my heart and in my brain. If I can accept my surroundings, then that's, you know, another level. And if I can accept my partner, then, you know, and it's just, it's just letting go of like perfectionism for me. It's like, I don't need, I don't need to be perfect in order to be happy. My surroundings don't need to be perfect in order to be happy. That was a lot. I was used to be, uh, you know, fixated on. And you don't need to be perfect in order for me to be happy, but I think that's the last. But it helps that I am. <laughs> it helps that you are. I remember, I, I think I, I think it was with John Roy. I did his podcast once years ago. And I don't know what led into it, but he's like, he's like, what do you think is the, like the best emotion? And without any hesitation or thought, I just go, oh, relief. Mm. There's nothing better than feeling relieved. Yeah. And looking back now, it's like that is such a alcoholic answer because that's yeah. all I was looking for is just that sigh of relief. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And I mean, it's acceptance is a much bigger sigh for me just going, okay, I accept this what for what it is. And now how do I move into action mm-hmm. from that? What does that mean? You know, does it mean meditation? Does it mean writing? Does it mean you know, some other form of self-care doesn't mean saying no, doesn't mean, you know, what, like it can't just be acceptance for me. I have to take action around that. And that's just it is, you know, doing shitty things makes me feel shitty. Doing good things makes me feel good. Yeah. And I can't think my way into good actions. I have to act my way into good thinking. Mm -hmm. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bang. Yeah. They do have a link at the bottom. Have you found ways to spend quality time with a partner while in lockdown? Tell us how you're staying close and we may feature you in an upcoming piece. Ooh, I just had a good idea. What? Okay. I think we should write something together, but only in in this way. I think one of us should write, we should pick a number of how many, you know, a page or how many paragraphs. One person starts it and writes and then passes it to the other person and then they write that same amount and then we pass it back and forth writing something. That's how Neil and Dave wrote Half-Baked. Are you serious, bro? Are you serious, bro? <laughs> okay. I mean, we, we, we can have no expectations about it. We can just say this is just a fun writing exercise. Yeah. Because I think... With, I don't know. It'd with be, no input from the other person? Yeah, no input. Just like, write, and then the other person picks it up and, and writes, and then, I don't know, that's kind of fun, and it's kind of like that exciting project, you know? Oh, right. This is. I'm glad you said that. This is the other, this is the other thing I wanted to bring up, is that one of the most fun things... that we did not more more than that the happiest i've been maybe that's too much but one of the most <laughs> i can't find the words happy is too strong a word <laughs> yeah happiest sounds too you know final. delusional <laughs> no no happy happiest is too like too singular fun. yeah yeah yeah. But this is one of the most joyful things and that I've ha- had in quarantine and connected to you. And in the, in the moment, I was like, 
oh god we have to do this all the time (laughs) and then we just haven't had the time but is when we did the demo for our commercial agents and and we just made a fake commercial for squash and it got us so many jobs oh the the, (laughs) but let go of expectations right well it was so because we had so much fun Mm -hmm. and the final product we thought was so funny that Mm -hmm. i was just like i don't i'm like i'm just gonna put this on youtube and instagram yeah because i fucking love it so much yeah um and then i found some of the unused footage um and this one because i also just you're so fucking funny thank you you're the funniest (laughs) person i've ever ever you need to stop but thank you are you getting emotional no i'm not (laughs) keep it together i'm fine uh so I, I just I wanted to share this eight second clip okay. of you <laughs> that makes me so happy. Okay. And I'm just so happy that I rediscovered it. Okay. And I don't and clearly Glennis doesn't know that she's being recorded at this point. Oh boy. Okay, here we go. And she just turns and looks out the window at a garbage truck. <laughs> just goes, I love it. <laughs> garbage! <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's so funny because what I thought was going to happen in this quarantine was that everybody was just going to be like, oh my gosh, like, the most important thing is that we're all safe and healthy and, like, let's just you know join hands and yeah. and kumbaya man and but also on a like more microscopic microscopic level microscopic microscopic level is th- that i thought i would just be a little less wrapped up in like doing things for you know doing things for other people or doing things for validation or, you know, uh, but I mean, for approval. Yeah. I mean, just doing stuff that's just funny and fun and, and who cares, you know, like it's so, it's like before this all happened, it was like, you had to have this singular focus. You had to have, a goal that you were working toward. What do you want for your life? What do you want your career to be? What do you want this, you know, your time on this earth to be? And now it's like, well, who the fuck, like who, this is all fucked, you know? Like, so just every moment can be that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Because I'm certainly not going to figure out what my life's purpose is during a quarantine. You know, like, I I think I can go, oh, yeah, I'm good at that. Or you think I should be a lawyer now? I mean, you know, I I think there are things that there are things that we can say, oh, yeah, I could definitely be good at doing that. But like, who knows? Like, it's just so fleeting now. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Well, it always was. 
Yeah, exactly. We just, we took a lot for granted. Exactly. Totally. I mean, Christ. It's it, like there was, I remember there was one point very early on in the quarantine where I was just like, I don't think it ever really dawned on me how much of the world depended on people leaving their houses. Yeah. And it sounds like such a simple, obvious thing that you just, no one could have, who, how, and when the fuck is it going to be over? Well, I think about, think about when we lived in New York. Like I have so many friends still in New York. Just think about how often we left our apartment. We were never at home. No. It was always out. Like I just can't even imagine that. Then like factor in yeah. the sweltering heat, you know, so many people in one place. Well, New York too, it was like, once I got home, it's like, I'm not going back out there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, like the idea of, because like here in LA, it's like, I remember at first running errands or some chores and stuff and just being and like realizing like oh my god this would have been the biggest pain in the ass in new york like i would have yeah. brought this fucking potted tree on the subway <laughs> nobody you know? has trees in new york but but at the same time there was like coming out of the subway just being like all right i'm gonna like when i still smoked cigarettes that felt impossible in LA because I'm like, where the, f I can't just walk out of whatever comedy club I'm at or show and just like run, like run across the street or run down the block and buy cigarettes. Like right. I have to find a gas station now. That's so true. There are just no bodegas. Yeah. There's plenty of Mexicans. <laughs> in California. But no bodegas. <laughs> They're around. They linked, uh, complications with covid to smoking in younger people it's oh. a lung disease like it's a it's a lung a virus that affects your lungs so yeah oh well yeah well that yeah well that was like that feels like like fucking february news where it's like well it's only affecting old chinese men who smoke well but this one said young people of course no yeah. it all makes sense yeah yeah i mean there's some shit where they're like you know, you can get it twice. They're not sure how long the antibodies last that, you know, yeah, like we it's... We don't know what the incubation of this no, virus looks like. It's fucking up people's hearts. Mm -hmm. Like, this shit is so lame. <laughs> All right, well... I can't believe the Democrats pulled it off. I know. I knew they could. You know, who's the dickhead from Love Connection? Is it Bob Eubanks or Chuck Woolery? Is it Bob Eubanks? Chuck Woolery, I think. Is it? I don't I know which no is idea. which. I don't know. But one of them is like, you know, a Trump cunt. And he's just like the worst. And he's like, this whole thing is like totally blown out. of. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. I think it must be Eubanks. Yeah. Irregardless. Irregardless. Which one it is. Bob Eubanks is a piece of shit. Yes. You know? Yeah. Do you remember him and Roger and me? Uh, uh, he tells really. a couple offensive jokes. He's a piece of shit. Oh, okay. Ugh. Yeah, I, uh, 
my new favorite thing is when somebody says something offensive online and then I will respond to that offensive thing and then their response to that because I've backed it up with like actual truth and facts and science and their response will be I'm not even going to justify this with an answer uh I'm just going to say that you don't know what you're talking about and I'm like no 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 please justify like please please humor me please respond please I would love this I would love to hear what your response is let me tell you something that dawned on me tell me and then we got to put this baby to bed he's in bed the show is our baby oh okay I suddenly it I remembered when Howard Stern signed his you know five hundred million dollar deal with Sirius XM, whatever mm. it was. And he was on uh Bill O'Reilly's show. And the very we, we I gotta find the clip so you can see it. And Bill O'Reilly just this is how the interview starts. Bill O'Reilly goes Are you serious, Stern? With you know, five hundred million dollars, and then immediately Stern just like interjects and cuts him off, and just goes, "Look at you," <laughs> <laughs> and and I was like, I was done. I remember me and John Bloom. We used to watch. We used to just watch that moment over and over. <laughs> I'm like, that is like the greatest response, <laughs> truly, ever, truly. And so that and, it, and it, all of a sudden it just flashed in my mind. I was like, that is the greatest response to use on Twitter or anywhere online with, with any of these boobs. It's just like, look at you. Good night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. Those are my two favorite responses now. Look at you. Look at you and shut up, dude. Yeah. Shut up, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's when it comes to like mask wearing and all my freedoms and all that shit. Yes. That's great. When it comes to like, how dare you say that I have white privilege when I have to work 12 hours at my job? Look at you. That's a good one. No, I, I feel the need to. For speed. I feel the need to explain. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't. It's I I get very. fearful when i think about the ability to affect people's perceptions and explain let me let me explain things to you mm. you know mm. it's just this echo fucking chamber I'd not answer that. oh, oh i saw it happening that legit scared the hell out of me <laughs> She'd rather not answer that. That legit. She's listening. Why is she plugged in? I told you I don't want that bitch listening. All right, I'll unplug it. Yeah. They're listening to us. Plug it in when you play music. Echo, are you sending my information to the intelligence community? No. <laughs> they can't hear it anyway. They can't hear what? Well, the show, I mean. 
Oh, I'm not it's it's that. plugged in just because I took it in and didn't unplug it. I hear you. Uh. You get very fearful about affecting somebody else's perspective. Is that what you said? Or I don't think we can change people's minds in the comment section. Well, you know what? I disagree because I've had conversations with people and I have changed a few people's minds. Now, granted, these are people that I know and that, you know, we have a relationship, but they've said things, you know, like, oh, we're all slaves. And I'm like, hey, bro. Guess what? Guess what, bro? We're not. And when you say that, it might be offensive to people that, you know, were owned by other people. And then they're like, oh, shit. Never thought about, about that, that, bro. <laughs> you know, that yeah. kind of thing. I don't, I don't, you know, I, I don't care about like, I don't know. I take it case by case, but sometimes it, I I usually don't, you know, if it's somebody who's just like, wow, you're out there and you are just queuing on Trump and all the way, but I'm not going to waste my time with those people. But there's certain people that I'm just like, no, sorry. Oh, two things. One, I, uh, somebody, I just, uh, all I saw was, it was totally out of context or with, without context. Uh, somebody wrote on Twitter, they were like, QAnon is Scientology for poor people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see Kelly Preston died? Yeah, my mom mentioned that she had breast cancer for two years. Oh man! And then everyone on Twitter was like, "This is the first we've heard of this." I kn- yeah, I no. didn't know anything of it. And then a bunch of other people were pulling up like Scientology literature about how when you're sick, it's your fault because you are not in touch with this part of your body. Oh my god! So it's like. The, the the fear is that she kind of wasn't the fear is that she might not have been allowed proper treatment uh yeah right wow that's really fucked i know wow but they're doing something about covid right yeah what's up with that where where are you with Where's the covid scientology hmm? Tom, I didn't see John? anybody at the protests either, but that's, you know. Tom and John. Yeah. Wow. Quickly, before we wrap up, can mm. you name what, if there is, what celebrity bummed you out the most when you found out they were a, a Scientologist? Um, I don't know. Maybe Beck. That's a bummer. Yeah, that was kind of a bummer. That was a bummer. I kind of always thought he was just like, could hang, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> liked his music a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What about you? Uh, I always think about Juliette Lewis mm. and uh, Jason Lee. Mm. Yeah. Jason Lee, just because I, I was like, God, he's so funny. Yeah. And then... And then he just like vanished. Yeah. But Juliet Lewis just like so fucking talented. Yeah. Yeah, John Travolta, you know. I mean, the saddest thing for me too is like so then there's a tons of pictures online of the two of them together. Yeah. And I'm just like that that he's just like 
that that guy has been. I don't know. It's just like, dude, just be who you are. Well, yeah. I mean, we can't know anybody's life, but Jesus. Who knows, right? Who fucking knows? Who knows anything? Who knows shit about dick? I mean, I do know a little bit about white privilege, but that's it. That's all I know. And I know I love you, okay? Oh, I love you, okay? Do you want to do a quick... Just let's see if Chet posted anything. Okay. I hope he's all right. He's just he's just figuring himself out, you know? Oh, there's a bunch of stuff. All right, well, maybe we'll save it. Oh, we'll save it. It's so late. I don't know what this one is. Five days ago, tag someone you want to see win. And then... Oh, then oh, this is so sweet. He posted the trailer for his dad's movie Greyhound. That's fun. All right. Well, glad he's glad he's back to posting. Yeah. Yeah. We'll check back in with Chet next time. Top of the show. Chet check. Chet, chet check. check. Everybody want to have, have a chet, chet check. check. How's your foot? How's your foot? Chet check. How do they get in touch with us? I love you, okay, pod at gmail.com. Send us a email. Let you know. Let you know what we're doing to help your what. Let us know what you're doing in the quarantine to stay connected to your partner. Do you have a partner? Do you want a partner? Just stay connected to the world. Yeah. Who are you staying connected to? We'll don't, be your partners. Don't be alone. No. Don't be alone. Don't be lonely. Don't isolate. Um, and. Um, I love you, okay, Pod on G on Instagram. Yep. And I love you, okay. I love you, okay. 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 <laughs>